Hi guys, today we're talking clinical placements. We're gonna be sharing um, our experiences from doing them right now and from doing them in the past. So yeah. <laughs> listen to this week's episode about clinical placements. Hi, I'm Melissa Joseph. I'm a certified speech language pathologist. And I'm Haley McCute, and I'm a certified speech language pathologist assistant. And we're the Pediatric Speech Pals. Hi guys, welcome back. Hey, welcome. So, um, as you heard, we are talking about clinical placements. Um, again, this is another thing that we had asked on Instagram when we said, what do you want to hear? Mm-hmm. And um, I think like three people commented about our clinical placements. So, if you are on our Instagram, um, it actually does influence what we talk about. So, yep. if you want to go follow us there um, and stay up to date, then go check us out. Yeah. Please. Yeah. yeah, that's basically where we get like the short if you guys want to ask questions on there or we ask a lot for like things to do with like episodes. So if there's mm-hmm. specific things that you want us to talk about or if you have specific questions, go ahead to our Instagram and ask. Yeah, because we, we want to make sure it's obviously helpful for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you want to hear, um, just let us know. Yes. Um, so yeah, so today we're talking clinical placements. So Haley is currently, in, if you're just tuning in, Haley is currently in grad school right now. She graduated mm-hmm. in August. Um, I am out of grad school. I've been out for a little bit, but um, so mine are just from the past, <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so let's get started. Yay. Um, do, do you want to share yours? Like what what were your placements? Where did you, what setting did you get placed in? Yeah. So basically, um, I went to Cal State San Marcos. Haley went to university or is going to University of St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. And um, at every grad school program, you have to hit a certain amount of clinical hours um, and a certain population. So you have to do a kids, you have to do like a medical, um, and then you also have to do a adult. adult. Mm-hmm. Um, and so some of those go into, into each other. Um, I think for me, it worked out to be four. Is it for, four for you? Four I'm placements? three, three placements. Three, oh, maybe mine's three too, but, um, so my first placement was, I, well, I went in thinking I wanted to do adults, uh, which is funny, That's actually. That's so crazy to me. <laughs> every time you tell me that, I'm like, wow. I just like in, um, undergrad, every time I heard about like, you know, Dysphagia, stroke. Brain injury. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. I was like, wow, that's so interesting. Um, so which is cool. still is really interesting, but yeah, I just love the little babies. But um, but yeah, so basically I started doing the adult clinic. Um the reason I wanted to go to San Marcos so badly was because I had done a little bit of research, obviously. Um, and I knew that there's their school had a really good adult clinic and it was something that they provided for free because it was um, clinicians or not clinicians, it was professors, uh, grad students providing it with uh, supervisors being the grad Mm -hmm. uh, professors. But, um, but yeah, I thought that was a fun way to give back to the community, but also I thought it was really um, like a fun way to teach the students how to um, work with adults. So I was really excited about that. It was my first opportunity to ever like work with an adult. Um, and I was able to start there. Um, it was really fun. So basically what actually it was only three hours long. I don't know if you knew this, but it was only three hours long and it was the first, my first placement. So it was only twice a week, three times a week. I think it was Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I got out, I was like, uh, the shift from like 12 to 3. So there was two shifts. Uh, half the people went from 8 to 12, and then I went from 12 to 3. Oh, maybe you did 4 because I did something like that too. Oh. Yeah. Maybe them. The pro bono clinic. 
Uh, yeah, it was a pro bono claim. Yeah, I did that. Oh, well, there you go. Okay, sorry, I forgot. That's okay. okay. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because I also did a summer one, so yeah. Yeah. Um, so I did that one in the first semester. And so basically what you had to do there was, because it was adults, we went in there, we came in with like um, all the strategies and skills that they needed. But the first whole semester, or no, not whole semester, half of the semester, you're watching the second year grad student do it. So um, I just sat in there and watched them do the whole thing. And then when they left, because they graduated or they moved on moved on to a different clinical placement mm-hmm. after Christmas, we went in there, oh, actually, okay, now I'm, <laughs> it was a full year. <laughs> the first half of the semester, I was watching. The second half of the semester, I was doing it myself. Okay. Okay. Um, so I was doing it. And I had previously watched all these things. It's the same, uh, the same like uh, client each time. Mm-hmm. So there, I think I had two or three clients, and um, we were working on aphasia. We were working Broca's aphasia, um, mm-hmm. which is it's so interesting because uh, again, the treatment there like is so different than kids. Like it's oh, it's completely different. It's rehab, you know. It's like yeah. rehabilitation versus they know like what they're doing. Like they know give, what they're learning the skill for, to start yeah. for. Yeah. So like they have already lost a skill and they know it for the most part. Um, yeah. Sometimes they don't. You know, one's I was one wearing a keys aphasia, one broke his aphasia, and so we're working on we were working on different obviously skills. But the girl who had broke his aphasia, like it was really difficult for her. Like she was she knew she couldn't speak and it was so frustrating. So it was one of those things where it was like, you had to constantly be in like, you know, an optimistic mood, but also like understand that this is frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second guy I had was Wernicke Safasia. And then we did a group as well. And he was like, he was so like sweet, but he didn't know that he was miscommunicating. You know what I mean? Cause that's yeah. part of, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, but anyways, so that was really fun. And then cool. um, at the end, the last hour was a group. Okay. So like the whole group came together and you worked with everybody and That's it cool. was like a little thing. Yeah. So That's that was fun. really fun. Then my second semester, we didn't um, – we did – or I guess the second placement was I did a school placement, mm-hmm. but it was for um, an autistic clinic. Okay. I loved it. Really? <laughs> yeah. That makes my sense. It was for middle schoolers and high schoolers. And we met um, at the high school every day of the week, and it was a clinic. So it was like two weeks long, and we did two of them. Uh, so it was four weeks, obviously. Um, and we worked on social skills. Very fun. Very yeah. cool. So we taught them social skills, and then at the end of the week, we had a party, and we went over what we learned, and they kind of Not just rocks. like – Yeah. So it was like presenting these um, – And it was at a school? So like you just – like did the kids go to the school, and then at yeah. the end of the day, they just came to speech? No, so it was during summer. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's like extended. So nobody year. was really there. It was yeah. yeah they just why. got to uh yeah, kind of. It was part of it, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was really fun and all the kids they were like, you know, you made it really interactive and like That's cool. Yeah, things they Very wanted fun. to do where they were talking to other yeah. kids and things like that. So yeah. It was really cool. That's and cool. um that was like my first introduction to being like, hmm. Do I like children? Because yeah. <laughs> I always knew I liked kids, right? But like, I didn't know if I liked the treatment, and because I'd never again done it, I yeah. just you know wasn't sure. So I was like, mm, I like this. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> this God, is really this fun. This is fun. It's a party every day. Yeah. And then um, my next one, your last one. Sorry, this is long, but um, okay. no, my third one actually. 
um, because I had four. My third one was um, that first semester of the second year, and it was... Yeah, but it's two years, so don't you have like four semesters? Yeah, but the first first whole year was at one. Yeah, so then, whatever, keep going. Because it was semester, semester. Yeah, finish your story. I'm getting... I'm like... And then summer. And then the whole... um, First semester, second semester, and then we graduated. Just, yeah, okay. keep going. I'm, like, <laughs> thinking that I already know what you're going to get. So my uh, third one coming back in the fall semester it was a school district. And it was – I worked at, like, the local one that was, like, you know, down the street from me. And um, she's actually – this uh, supervisor was actually the one I ended up going to work for after I did my clinical fellowship. Um, oh. yeah. So I worked for her for a couple of years. Um, and that's when I started the in-home everything, but that's relevant. Oh, seriously? She yeah. was from your placement? Yeah. Cause she started, uh, something outside cause she's getting bored and oh, she started something on the I side didn't know that. and then she, she was like, Hey, if you ever have somebody. Yeah. And then I ended up reaching out like a year later being like, Hey, that's cool. you still doing it? And she was yeah. like, yeah. Oh. So yeah, it was the easiest yeah. job I'd ever gotten. She was like, yeah, of I'll course. send you a contract yeah, later. I already know okay, how cool. you work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that rocks. But yeah, so that was at a school district. So obviously all the school district stuff that you do, you go around to each class, you mm-hmm. do immersion, you all take them out a little bit. Uh, it was fu- – that was another thing that was really fun because like you did Arctic, you did language. I wasn't obsessed with language comprehension stuff because part of it I was like, ah, I'm not really sure like – I don't like language yeah. stuff too. I have a really hard time with that stuff. I just don't like – I don't know. I, I didn't love that love aspect that of it, but I loved the kids. Like I loved doing articulation. I loved, um, you know, assessing kids. I, th- yeah. I think that's fun too. And I loved the special ed because, um, well, I loved both, but <laughs> yeah, you loved it. Yeah. yeah, it was really fun. Again, I really liked it. I really did like, like all my placements. Um, I think actually somebody also mentioned about our supervisors. So the first supervisor I had, um, was grad, like it was a professor so that I feel like that didn't really count. Yeah. The summer one was, uh, they were teacher or speech teachers. Um, and they were really nice, uh, very good at their job. It was like, I feel like it was like less them and more like us doing the projects anyway. So they were kind of like sitting in the background a little bit, just kind of watching us present. Um, and then my second one was they were speech therapists uh, at the middle school and school, high school. And so they were um, really, you know, obviously really exactly. sweet, really nice, great. Um, a lot of it was like us presenting and them just like sitting in on it too. So like they were like grading us on like how we did that. Um, and then Mondays when we met, Mondays were just for prep, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all the students came, which I also kind of liked, like, having just, like, a Monday to, like, prep before, you know? Oh, before they came? Yeah, it was kind of nice. fun. I actually work – I do that now as far as, like, how my business goes, but – Yeah. Um, and cool. then – yeah, so they were super nice. And then my third one was this girl I ended up working for who was also really nice. She was super helpful. One time my car broke down, and she had her husband bring me a jumper car. Aww. Jumper cables. <laughs> jumper cables. Yeah, jumper car. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, a jumper cables. Yeah. So uh, just like very – like she did not need to do that. I had to Uber to work or to the school. And she yeah. was like, oh, my God. Like, no. Like, what's going on? Oh, yeah. So nice. very sweet. Um, and then I also just like really liked that, that placement because you see um, like holidays. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was there during like Thanksgiving and Christmas and – um, I wasn't there for Valentine's Day, but like, I just can't imagine it's more fun in the schools. Yeah, you know, it's just like, well, 
you make it fun, but yeah, yeah I was gonna say I'm like <laughs> I like it at the clinic. But yeah, it was just kind of cool. That is fun. There were ups and downs to everything, which I guess if we're should I go into that, all that the ups and downs? Yeah, I mean I got plenty of downs. So all right, well I'll finish off and then I'll go back. But um, my last one was more the hospital setting. Um, it was an outpatient. Oh, so you never had a pediatric clinic placement? I uh, know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, how crazy. I know. Well, I don't... And then you love it so much. I don't know if they did that because I think the schools were the pediatric. But maybe they could... But they did do that. you over... Actually, I lied. Because they did do that. Because you do medical counts as your pediatric placement because yeah. it is in a private practice. They, yeah, they did do that. Because it is medical. Yeah, I lied. I didn't know you never did a peds placement. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then you just went to one after for your CF? Yeah. Because um, a girl who I went to grad school with, yeah. she worked there. She lived in Newport or in Orange County. And uh, so she worked at – Well, we can keep going. Yeah. She she, um, she worked in Orange County or lived in Orange County, and she didn't yeah. want to have to do the commute. And, like, she, uh, so they found her a placement for the last year. Because the last year oh. you're not, like, technically going. Oh, uh, when we do RCFs? Yeah, you don't yeah, have class you, anymore. Yeah, you don't have class, but you're still – yeah. Yeah. So um, – Okay, yeah. So the third, the third, the school placement was three days a week. Yeah, now, yeah. And then, no, 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 I'm sorry. You're into your last one at the hospital. Yeah, it was still three days a week. And we went to school Monday and Friday. And then at the last one, it was three days a week for me, four days a week for other people. I think it just, that's how it worked out. Yeah, you're supposed to like be full time, like technically full time in the last placement. So it was three days, uh, three days a week for me. And um, Monday, Friday, I had off basically. That's nice. So it was like 40 weekends. And that was in the hospital? So it was an outpatient hospital. So there was like um, – it was adults and kids. Oh, okay. Uh, so I got the whole realm. Oh, that's really cool. Which I really wanted because I wanted to end it off being like – like You could see it all? The whole population. Yeah. And so you really have to know like everything. Mm-hmm. The supervisor was less nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was like – it wasn't as fun for me because of the – supervisor mm-hmm. um i really apologize if you see this but um i don't okay. think she would <laughs> um okay but yeah like she she was just a lot more high strung and she was pregnant at the time and i think that it just like there were a lot of hormones going yeah. and if you didn't do it exactly the way she did it she, it she like blew up on you yeah like there were multiple times she like blew up on me oh god so which i mean that's terrible. forget about you you've had terrible experiences but like but that still sucks it's i just not remember like to be in. yeah and i remember like one time just being kind of being like oof like this kid's scared of you yeah like this kid not, would be yeah. able to talk if they you were scared were of not you. like that yeah it, it, it taught me a lot as far as like what I would have done differently, but yes. also like just go with the status quo right now. Yeah, you you're getting just it go done. With the flow. Like you have to, like you have to tailor it to this clinical person right now, so that um, you can graduate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I yes, mean? Like yeah. you have basically, yes, you have to succumb yeah. to whatever. But so that was that. Really. But it was really cool. Like I'm, I'm, I literally did everything. So outpatient wise. Yeah. I, yes. I think that's super awesome. I realized that I didn't want to do inpatient for a while. I thought I did want to do inpatient. That would be cool. Um, I realized I didn't because I am very sensitive to 
Yeah. Germs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was not where I thought you were going with that. I was going to say like you're just a sensitive person and it would be like hard that to like well. see sad things or whatever. Well, what I realized but was – Because you are very during, – You're during the a adult, freak. A little bit. Um, but yeah, during the adult clinic, like the very, very, very first one, we did a um, – like a GU or oh, yeah. the tube yeah, going down. Yeah. yeah, a scope. Nasal scope. Yeah. Um, and I was so physically in pain <laughs> watching these people be in uncomfortable. Yeah, they're just uncomfortable. They're not even they're like not in pain. pain. I was like, oh, are you okay? Like, yeah. like I was like so in pain. I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> stress out the person. Like, should I be in pain or no? Should this be hurting me? Should yeah. I, what? This just feels weird. And I was like, like <gasps> guys, guys. <laughs> I can't do that. So I'm not. <laughs> and I didn't. And uh, that's why I never did a placement there. Good. But I still got the hospital in yes. because I did that. Yeah, me, that's so. still still cool. Yeah, it worked out. Wow. Okay, um, cool. I yeah. do want to clarify two things. When we talk about supervisors, a supervisor does not always mean it's like the head SLP or it's the SLP that like runs the clinic or owns the clinic or that can hire you. It could just be an SLP. A regular, that, like I could be a supervisor. Yes. Like some, well, you're a boss now, so it doesn't count. Let's oh. say I'm an SLP and I work at a clinic. Okay. I could just have a student and they work You just under have to have me. your C's. Yeah. And I, training. Yeah, you have to be an SLP for like a year or two. But um Yeah. To be a supervisor. But basically, like let's just say I don't own a clinic, I'm just a regular SLP that works. You could just have a student. So like and then they could yeah. suggest to like a boss, like, hey, this person's good, you can hire them. But it doesn't mean that they're like the SLP. You know, yeah. like they could just be a worker there. Yeah. Okay. And then when she talks about inpatient and outpatient, inpatient means like inside the hospital. So like you just had a stroke and you're yes, in the hospital sorry. and you're like in a hospital bed and mm-hmm. you like are in the hospital. Outpatient, which like could be, is a variety of things. So like a private practice is an outpatient clinic. Mm-hmm. Um, like basically maybe you- Some people did a uh, skilled nursing facility. Yeah. So like you aren't in the hospital. You have a medical disorder or a medical deficit is mm-hmm. what it's classified as. So you are now outpatient. Like you don't need to be in the hospital for your like Yeah, like say you get deficits. a traumatic injury, you're you need to be there for three days and then you're yeah, you're, you're on out. you you're like, okay, you're good yeah. enough to leave the hospital. Yes. You're moving on to outpatient. Yeah, you're So you still need support. Yeah. But you don't need like those yeah. three it's not those three days kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Like if you had I had appendicitis, okay. I was inpatient and they had surgery, whatever. After the time, I had to still go to the doctor, like, after I got out of the hospital yeah. and, like, get the stitches out, all those yeah. things. That's outpatient. Or so. say you can't swallow anymore and yeah. they figured out, okay, now you're no longer NP- – like, you're you're able to um, yeah. swallow yeah. enough, but you need to continue to work on those strategies. You go out to the outpatient to continue work on it. Yeah. But um, – You don't live at the hospital anymore. You're, yeah, your, your diet is – okay now where yeah. you are like eating you don't need drinking. someone to like bring you the food and be like this yeah. is all it might you still need some modifications but it's but like you could do it by yourself yeah yeah so that's the difference between like inpatient outpatient and then also when we talk about supervisors like because i i only say that because my mom and like a lot of people were confused through my experience like well this person owns the clinic like what and i'm like no okay. they don't like they just are a worker there like yeah. they're just a worker so but you yeah. could have the head slp you could have someone who you know it just it doesn't matter but yeah it could be a, it could be any slp yeah with your c's and with good clarification yeah. yeah so those in case you were wondering like about any of them yeah 
Well, and I, I liked them all. I mean, I, I mean, I, I really truly liked them all because I really truly like speech. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I really yeah. truly like being a speech therapist. And yeah. like each thing. I mean, obviously, who your coworker technically is matters yeah. a whole bunch. But as far as like the populations that you, that I was seeing, I did like them all. That's cool. Now looking back at it, would I be like, oh, do I would I want to go to that adult clinic anymore? Like, no, I wouldn't want to work there because I want to work with my babies. Yeah, but like, um. You got to experience it. Totally. And I really was happy with it, doing it. It was super interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you're learning all these classes around these clinical placements. So, like, you're able to, like, work on these new, like, things that you're learning in class and bringing them to – like your patient. So yes, it's really yes, cool. It is cool. I will say that's And you really feel cool. like an SLP because you're doing things. Yes. Um, you're putting your work yeah. into action. You're not just reading out of a book anymore. Yeah. Or so. doing a, a paper about a case study. Yeah. And you're like, mm, this pretend person. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. And these, and you know, like the patients are real. And so they're coming back being like, oh my God, you helped me still. You know, so you're still feeling like it's a rewarding thing. Like yeah. these, these patients are still like, thanking you and liking you and whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's still like thoughtful. Yeah. The only thing is like sometimes like I wouldn't be able to see a certain child because like sometimes parents aren't okay with you seeing them knowing oh. you're a grad student. So they'll be like, mm, no, I don't – I want the SLP. Yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, okay. Like That's so fine. they'll ask before they even bring yeah. the uh, grad student in like, and then they'll give them like the yes or no. Yes. And sometimes some grad school or some grad students know more than others going in and doing it. So like, I mean, I don't necessarily like fault the parents for not letting or not wanting it, but at the same time, it's like, okay, well. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. As a parent, you don't know what they know as a student. Yeah. So. So. But yeah. Very cool. So that was my experience. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Um, It was really cool. That's super awesome. I learned new things as well about you. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Um, okay, so we are going to do another episode about a part two, a part two about my experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so tune in for that episode. Yeah. Uh, if you have any questions about mine or yes. uh, my placements, um, anything about it, drop yes the question below. Oh, I wanted to add, I guess. Yeah. So in terms, because you went to a traditional like school in person, yes. like how placements work basically. I mean, it's similar to mine, but they just tell you like they're like, okay, here's your place. Um, here's the date. And then you go interview for it. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You interview for it. They're like, hey, this place potentially wants to have you. Yeah. um, Set up an interview. And And there's like – You interview like it's a job, like a real – Especially the hospital ones. Like sometimes you don't get the hospital placements. You have to do like um, a sniff or something, like a skilled nursing. Or if you want to do that, you can. Yeah. But so like uh, sometimes they can be kind of competitive. So – Yes, it's very competitive. Like for instance, like – I was unable to get into hospital placement because I don't have any adult experience. And right now SLPs are really needed and they just can't really afford to have someone like green, as you would say, someone who just like is super fresh and doesn't know a lot. Mm -hmm. Like they physically can't take that on. Like they have – It's too much work. There's too much work to try to be like, okay, let me teach you while I'm also doing my job because we're in such high demand right now and the hospitals are just – And like you can ask your clinical placement supervisor person. Yeah, there's a person that helps you. Yeah, and you can ask them. You can say, listen, I really want to work in this spot. Like is it available? everything as you can to get me And she can try or he. They can try and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you just have to – work with what you got or you can say like oh you know I really want to do like work with the brand new babies on you know swallowing or whatever just like 
yeah, things they that can you want to really work with. try. And yeah, they can try and get you in there, but um, it's just different. Like my school, like my school would reach out and be like, we need help finding a placement yeah. in your area. And then I would like give yeah. them a list of places. I've actually gotten an email from um, a school saying, hey, you're in an area where oh. we need a placement. That's cool. Can you do it? And I was like, oh, I would love to, but I like literally can't. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's basically how placements work. And then they mm-hmm. tell you like, these are the days that you're going and the times. Um, and that's curated from the supervisor that your supervisor at wherever the placement is so that's basically yeah. how they go you don't really you don't have a choice no it's you still school like it's still like like the like you don't have the yeah, autonomy you, yeah you don't have the autonomy to be like or work oh i don't want to be here I'm and it's sure. not paid we had that question um on youtube oh, somebody yeah. asked if you get paid or uh, they had heard that they got paid so clinical payment no. or clinical placements are not paid because you're still in the school at least mine isn't no it should I've never, never heard it's of illegal it. it's not yeah, allowed you can't count any of the hours if they are paid it does not count yeah so um they're not paid when you're in school like it's part of grad school but once you're out, clinical fellowship year, which I think was the uh, the misunderstanding there, yeah, the I think the clinical fellowship year, which is the year after you graduate, you're a full SLP, but you're still going through your last like year you of need like attain hours. Yeah, you still have a supervisor helping you every once in a while, and uh, you still have to do hours, and then you can get your like full license. Yeah. Um, but that is where you do get paid. Yes. It's less than like the normal SLP rate, but you get paid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a condition. Which is better. So I compare like that clinical fellowship year. I try to describe it to people like as like a residency, you know, like yeah. people like doctors, everyone's like well aware of a residency. So like you've done now all the schooling and now you have to go to your residency to put in the work to make sure that you will then have the competency yeah. to then practice on your own. And it's typically nine months if you do it like full, full time. If you yeah. work full time, you get a year to complete it. You have a certain amount of hours you have, like, that you have to complete. I don't think so. Right? I don't think so. I think so because I think one of my grad students I, mean, I could be wrong. Uh, well, maybe, but not anymore. You have to really? restart. Yeah. Not anymore? Mm-hmm. You have um, to restart. Maybe it changed. Um, You have one year to complete well, it. Look into it. Yeah. Make sure you're not. <laughs> Check in with your state, I should say. Yeah. It's state by state. A good idea. Um, But basically, you have to like prove that and it's nice i know that like i was just talking to someone in my clinic about this because if you become an ot you just graduate and you get your credentials and then you just go work and i'm like oh i kind of like that i have a supervisor to like kind of yeah it's not a bad thing it's to like help me when i'm learning because like they're just like melissa for instance like she went into peds for her cf Mm -hmm. in a pediatric clinic but she didn't have a placement there Mm -hmm. so it's like kind of nice to be like okay i have a supervisor to be like if i have a question like Mm -hmm. they can help me or help me with the eval whatever it is yeah it's kind of nice yeah anyways um we carried on but (laughs) tune in for episode part two two about uh, my placements but hopefully this is helpful we do get a lot of questions about placements Mm -hmm. um and that stuff if you want to hear more or like comment below like some of your favorite placements that you've been in or places like there's so many different settings that like maybe somewhere cool that you didn't even know existed during your placement yeah or that would be cool to hear too i mean i'm learning new placements like me and melissa found out about new things through my placement you know that exists so we're always learning and finding out new things um so add that and please don't forget to like and subscribe to our youtube it really means a lot and to Follow us on podcast, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Favorite us on there and leave a review. It's share. Your, 
share. Yeah, share. Please share to your friends. Tell them. <laughs> Tell them. Um, and because it really makes a difference for us and helps our little podcast grow. Yeah. So um, catch us for part two. Bye, guys. Bye. If you are ever curious about where we got our research or want to learn more, refer to our YouTube description box where we will leave links to the resources we used. We'd like to thank our producer, David Martinez. If you want more speech tips, don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on our Facebook page, follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at Pediatric Speech Pals. Lastly, if you have any questions or concerns, email us at pediatricspeechpals at gmail.com.